Hello everyone, my name is Benjamin Coulter and welcome to my podcast. For a lot of people, maintaining their physical health is an important part of their daily life. A lot of people use physical exercise as a way to stay physically fit. As a result of this, a supplement industry has developed to aid in this fitness. Companies like Muscle Farm, Muscle Tech, and Optimum Nutrition are some of the leading companies in this field. These companies produce a wide variety of products that are all geared to increase physical fitness and performance. Now I'd like to segue over to a kind of a personal story. Several months ago, I decided that I wanted to get back into shape. Like a lot of people, as I got older, I just had stopped working out. I lost, I just didn't have the time, it had got busy, but I decided that I wanted to get back into shape and lose some weight. Back in high school, I played basketball and tennis, and as part of the training for those sports, I participated in weight training just to get stronger and quicker. Thus, I decided, based on my personal experience that I had with it, that I would try weight training as a way to lose weight. So I thought, like, where do I start? So for me, I was like, I need supplements to help increase the efficiency. So I decided to go to my local GNC. So when I first walked in, I was kind of taken back by like how many products there actually was. They had inside, they had everything from pre-workouts to whey protein. But then I noticed something that kind of caught my eye. There was a ton of these uh, little containers labeled creatine. And I've been around weight rooms before, but Creatine was something I'd never heard of before. So I kind of asked myself, I was like, what is this supplement and what does it do? Being the inquisitive college student I am, I decided to do some research on creatine. What I discovered is creatine is one of the most popular forms of substance taken by people who want to exercise. I actually have a uh, thing of creatine here with me today, so I'm just going to read off some of the benefits they market as having. According to this, creatine provides energy to the muscles, muscle cells to improve recovery between sets, which leads to rapid increase in muscle performance and size and strength. So that's just kind of what, how they're marketing it here. So I, then I want to ask, how would it do this, and does it really do all this? Now I'd like to take the time to segue over and discussing why answering these the previous proposed question, what is creatine? Does it work? And if so, then how? So personally, I've always felt that being informed is like so important, especially important like what I'm putting into my body. Like I'm not just going to put a product in my body if I don't understand like how it works. And not just take it at face value, but really understand the physiological concept behind it. And I was also kind of worried about like the safety and stuff. Because, like, at times, the supplement industry can kind of seem untrustworthy. They make, like, so many projects that all promise just these amazing results, but they don't really explain how you would get those results or, like, how, physiologically speaking, they work. And they just kind of, they're just very general. And they don't really 
explain how they benefit my performance and everything. So I always felt just like as a customer, just understanding what this exact little supplement I'm purchasing does. That's just so crucial. Because it's going to like, so these aren't exactly cheap products. So I don't want to waste my money on a product or any other, any consumer waste their money on a product that doesn't work or is going to have a negative impact or just doesn't suit what their like exact performance goal is going to be. So by understanding that you can save money, also just being more co confident in the product, just like by understanding you can really just be more confident in what you're taking, you're taking the right thing that is going to help you. And I, was, I just feel that confidence is really key. So that's going to be my goal of this podcast is just to explain and give the customer more confidence in the supplement they're picking by teaching them physical, using my, what I've learned in my anatomy and physiology class to educate them on how this product works, if it works, and so should they take it. Now it's time to get into the real in-depth science. I realize not everyone's taking an anatomy and physiology class, so in explaining the physiology and how the mechanism works, I'll try to be as simple as possible. Because I kind of I want my podcast to be for the everyday viewer. I'll, first off, I want to start by explaining what exactly creatine is. Creatine has been known about by humans since 1832. Creatine is made by synthesized using three amino acids in the body glycine arginine and methionine this synthesis occurs in the liver pancreas and kidney creatine produces produced in the body is transported th to the muscles by the bloodstream a normal amount of creatine in the plasma of the blood is 50 to 100 micro micromoles per liter creatine is we also get creatine from our diet. Creatine is found in a lot of foods such as meats, such as beef and chicken, and fish. The human body uses about two grams of creatine a day on average. However, the only the average person only takes in about one gram of creatine a day through their diet through foods such as chicken and fish. Thus, the natural synthesis in the liver, pancreas, and kidney are extremely important. The normal amount of creatine in the human body varies drastically. One example would be for a 154-pound man, he'll have about 120 grams of creatine in his body. About 95% of all creatine is lo actually located in the skeleton. The other 5% is spread out through the body. But the, the real creatine we need to worry about is what's in the muscle because that's what we're going to be using for physical activities in the muscle creatine exists as free creatine and phosphocreatine or creatine phosphate and creatine phosphate is the main one i'm going to be talking about of this about 60 of the creatine in the muscle about 60 percent of it's going to be creatine phosphate so now i'm going to get into the mechanism of actually how creatine works because that's kind of the million dollar question that's why we're here what exactly does creatine do 
why would I take these creatine supplements and what benefit are they going to give me? The simple answer to this question is that creatine is a source of chemical energy for muscle contraction. Creatine phosphate donates a phosphate group to the adenosine diphosphate, also known as ADP, resulting in it being converted to adenosine triphosphate, also known as ATP. ATP is a key component of muscle contraction. ATP functions in muscle contraction by causing the release of the myosin from the atkin. It also breaks down as the myosin head recocks, thus allowing the process cycle of muscle contraction to continue. ATP production is mostly conducted by the mitochondria at rest. But at times of significant activity, the mitochondria just can't make enough to keep up. And that's when you're going to start using your creatine phosphate. So times of physical activities, such as running, jumping, lifting heavy weights, you're, you're not, your mitochondria is not going to be able to keep up. And you're going to have to rely on that creatine phosphate and other sources. So therefore, like the goal of your creatine supplement is going to be increase your creatine phosphate levels so your body can produce more ATP for that heavy lifting, your sprinting, things like that. I came up with a analogy for this to kind of help everyone better understand. So my analogy is creatine is sort of like petroleum. Creatine phosphate is sort of like petroleum ATP would be your gasoline and your muscle traction would be your car. So, but gasoline is made by, is refined from petroleum, the same way that ATP is made using creatine phosphate. So, gasoline is used to power cars the same way that ATP is used to power the muscle contraction cycle. So therefore, you can kind of see the road that how your creatine phosphate would impact your muscle contractions the same way that crude oil impacts the movement of a car. The creatine supplement has actually been one of the most researched supplements within the supplement industry. Like myself, a lot of people have asked the question, what does creatine supplementation really help? And if so, how much help am I going to receive from this? The question, the question of whether it was an aerogenic aid was asked. An aerogenic aid is actually defined as something that increases performance, efficiency, or recovery. To answer this question, I again did some research. Theoretically, for creatine to be worth it, it would need to be able to increase the creatine phosphate levels in the body. That way you have more creatine phosphate would be more ATP more muscle contractions. Research actually showed that creatine supplementation increased muscle creatine phosphate content by between 15 and 40%, so a pretty substantial jump right there. But there is still the question, does it benefit athletic performance? Recent studies have shown that creatine supplementation does in fact increase strength, power, sprint, and sprint performance. So those are going to help you with things like bench pressing, squatting, uh, running the 100 meter dash, just any, anything like that. 
Creatine was shown to improve short duration, high intensity exercise performances. Those are kind of like what I just lifted off. However, there is also some disagreement between researchers currently on if creatine supplementation benefits more prolonged exercises. So what I found was there was some that saw that like it helped, but that some studies showed no change. Furthermore, creatine supplementation was found to limit lactic acid buildup. This is because when creatine phosphate levels are increased in the body, it does not have to rely on glycolysis as a source of energy. So glycolysis is where you get your lactic acid. So if we're not using that as much, the lactic acid will build up less and we'll be able to better perform because we won't have that lactic acid buildup. In, lab in laboratory studies, scientists observed less lactic buildup which resulted in increased physical performance. Another common question people have is, are there any negative effects of creatine? I understand this, that there are many performances, performance enhancers with significant side effects. One of the most common that like comes to mind would be like anabolic steroids. Like you always hear about the terrible side effects of anabolic steroids. And it's like kind of when you say supplements, people kind of think of anabolic steroids. So the, answer to this question I found was no. There was actually a study conducted where a professional ba basketball team was observed for a variety of possible issues related to creatine intake. The team t actually took a prescribed amount of creatine for three entire seasons. And what they actually found was there was no, they looked at their liver, their muscles, and their renal system. And what they found was there was no liver or um, muscle damage nor were there any damage to the renal pathology. And this kind of coincided with another study where they observed that there were no negative side effects of creatine supplementation. So there, thus, I kind of conclude that there is no really worry about negative side effects with the creatine supplement. So at this time, I'd just like to go back over because I've covered a lot of information and I would just kind of like to go back over what we've discussed so far. First off, we learn what creatine is and how and where it is created in the body and in what forms it exists in the body. If, rem if you remember back, it was creating the liver, the kidney, the pancreas. It's also, you take it in through your diet through things like chicken, fish, we also learned about the key role and how creatine phosphate works with ADP to make ATP, which plays a key role in muscle contraction. We also discussed the process and the impact it, that it has on muscle contractions. We also discussed just a minute ago the effectiveness of creatine, about it and its effectiveness in short-term, high-intensity exercises such as like things like weightlifting and sprinting. We also looked at the possible uh, impact it has on longer length. But again, there was some back and forth on exactly the, its effect there. We also addressed the uh, negative side effects or the lack thereof of negative side effects. 
So by conducting this podcast, I answered my own question that I had previously had about what this mysterious supplement was, creatine, and like how it works and what does it do. I hope that everyone found this podcast informational. And furthermore, I hope I gave some people some confidence next time they go into a store like GNC and they see a creatine, they'll know exactly what it is, what it does. And they'll, they'll be more informed to make a decision if that's a product they want to take or not. I'd just like to thank everyone for listening. I'm Benjamin Coulthard, and this has been the Benjamin Coulthard Experience.